Hello and welcome to the Pod of the Damned. I'm your host, Ian. Joining me, as always, I say as always, for the first time in like three weeks, is my co-host, uh, Nico. How's it going, buddy? I'm good, how are you? I am good. How was, how was your holiday? Fucking great. Badly needed. Badly I'm, I'm ne- regretting coming back. Wow, wow. <laughs> so, uh, so all the listeners out there, that's, that's Nico basically saying, fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they have the internet in Czech Republic. It's fine. <laughs> no, but I uh, feel good to come back. Get get all nice and refreshed. I I felt amazing for like I've had one week back to work and it's hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, you had that uh, nice relaxing time. We were all going through hell. You know, we didn't get a break, but it's fine. It's fine, Nico. It's fine. You just come back all nice and refreshed. I'm expecting. I'm expecting you to just like just a leg. Hi. <laughs> I'm just expecting you to you know just like carry the fucking show for the next couple of weeks while I, uh, you know, slowly go insane. Well, but it's while fine. you suffer. While I suffer, yeah. Um, yeah. But yes, welcome back. Uh, a quick little bit of housekeeping from our last episode, as you well. Um, if you were hanging about on. I can't even remember what day it was we, we broadcasted that. I think it was Friday. Possibly. Right, I, can't, okay. I think it was Friday. Um, me and Anna broadcasted our, our latest episode on Saw 10. Um, if you didn't catch that um, and you want to check it out, we released the podcast episode of that today. So you can get that on the podcast platforms. Also, during that live episode, uh, K-Lamp um, gave us a nice little six-month subscription. So just a quick little uh, shout-out to, to her as well because that happened just after we ended the live stream so thank you very much to kate who also hung around for most of that stream uh if you would like to support this podcast on our social media platforms you can do so we're on x at damn podcast we're on facebook and instagram at pod of the damned you can email us at pod of the damned at gmail.com and you can subscribe to us to patreon which is patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned i got it right nico what's going on off camera there because your cat seems like intently interested in something (laughs) uh ari was tucking my foot ah it's it's cut uh, it's it's the second cat okay okay. yeah just like uh, shira shira was basically looking to go is he gonna attack him is he gonna attack him and he fucking did well he's a cat what do you expect (laughs) yeah he's ran away now that i squeaked ah ah okay i do have a I do have a hole in my fucking toe now. So. <laughs> in your actual toe? Yeah, I have a big toe right in the centre. <laughs> he, he's actually, he did it with his claw. He's literally just went like that to a big toe. And just <laughs> burst my toe. Bless him, Little bless shit. him. Anyways, uh, we are, for those who don't know, a horror podcast that deep dives into a different topic every single week in our quest to create a leaderboard of the best and worst horror movies of all time. This is episode number 90, uh, and in today's show we're talking all about Eden Lake. It feels like I've been saying like we're getting really close to that 100th episode for like a long time now. We're only 10 episodes yeah. away, but it feels like I've been saying that for fucking months. Um, now it's starting to feel like it is quite far away. Um, and we'll, be at, we'll be at our Christmas episodes by the time we get uh, we get to episode number 100. Um, but yeah. um, over the course of the, the October season, obviously it's spooky season, um, we will be doing halloween themed halloween specific episodes just like we did last year um i can't remember what you what did you pick last year for halloween i know i did i know i picked trick or treat but i can't remember i, what, I picked trick was or it treat. you that picked trick or treat so what the fuck did i pick hold on that's I'm pretty sure i picked trick or treat you just hold on hold on hold on hold on because i've got i've got 
Trick or treat. Where are you? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I definitely picked trick or treat because the next movie we did, you did that on fucking purpose. Because you <laughs> yeah, knew fine fucking well. You knew fine fucking well. Because you, fu- you picked I... Hubie Halloween, you fucking dick. <laughs> what? what? I picked trick or treat. Aye, okay. I, in fairness, if I was you, I'd want to, you know, distance myself from that pick as much as possible as well. Anyways, uh, we'll be doing the same thing this year. I've already made my pick. Um, The listeners have already made their pick. It was very close. The listeners got the option of a few different Halloween movies. Um, And it was very close between Halloween 4 and Terrifier 2. um, Between... Yeah. For who... What the listeners wanted to to review. Um, Pipping it out, I think it was literally by two votes. And uh, it was Terrifier 2 that won. So we'll be doing that yeah. as the listener pick. Luckily for those who voted Halloween four, I've picked Halloween four as my as my <laughs> Halloween as my Halloween pick. So we'll be doing them both anyway. Um, and Nico, you still pick yours, so that can be a review yeah. for later on. But at least Terrifier two, which uh, I've already had Ren, who was on our Terrifier episode, point blank refused to come back on the show to review that movie. I was like, okay, that's fine, because you know. That's not a good sign. He hates it. It's not. I don't, it's nothing to do with us. It's nothing to do with us as a show. It's to do with the choice of movie. Anywho, um, so that's coming up at Halloween. Don't forget as well, the nominations are currently open for our year-end horror awards. We've been broadcasting and posting those across our social media platforms so far throughout the first week of October. We will be continuing to do that. Nominations in all of our categories will be open until Halloween. And then as we go through to November, it's voting season. So, Nico, you need to start thinking about who you're putting in the Hall of Fame this year. Um, yeah. You know, we've obviously, this is our third season of Horror Awards. We've got nine different awards this year. We've got two new ones uh, for 2023. So, as always, uh, our standard awards, which were Best Movie Slash Series, Best Director, Best Lead Performer, Best Supporting Performer, Most Unexpected Success, Best Cinematography, and our Horror Hall of Fame. But two new categories this year. We will also be giving out awards for the Best Score or, or Soundtrack uh in a horror movie and best kill slash death scene so uh the nominations have been coming in um we've already received hundreds of votes uh and we've still got i think just over three weeks left of voting so get your votes in there's surveys across our social media we'll be posting threads for each of the individual awards across our social media as well i uh, just want to say hello quick hello to krista in the chat who's just popped in hello hello hope you're doing well uh but nico shall we get on with today's movie topic Let's go for it. Let's go for it. We are talking all about Eden Lake. So Kat's boyfriend is taking her to Paris for the weekend, and my boyfriend's taking me to a disused quarry. At your first opportunity, turn around. (laughs) It's beautiful. Why don't we just find another spot? I'm not gonna be bullied away by a bunch of twelve-year-olds. Hey guys, can you turn your sounds down, please. Hey, you mate. <laughs> Steve, where's the beach bag? It's got the car keys in it. I just want my car back. <laughs> Car keys, phone, wallet. You've had your fun. 
first phone he sees, 999. Now we've got to finish this. This movie was released in 2008, it was written and directed by James Watkins, and stars Kelly Riley, Michael Fassbender, and Jack O'Connell. The IMDb plot is as follows. Refusing to let anything spoil their romantic weekend break, a young couple confront a gang of loutish youths with terrifyingly brutal consequences. Um, before we get into it, um, as we'll do as we always do, uh, Nico, you are aware of our leaderboard. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you've not listened to the Saw 10 episode, so just to throw it out there just for your context as well, um, Saw 10 got an average rating of 7.8 and landed in 20th place on the leaderboard. Nice. I've um, not seen it yet, so well, put, I'll watch it first put, before I do the... Yeah, yeah, of course, but to put it into context, Saw, the original, is currently in 33rd on our leaderboard, so it's surpassed the original. That's always a good sign. So, uh, just to throw it out there. But anyways, um, given all of that, where do you think Eden Lake is going to rank on our leaderboard? Give us your predictions. What do you think everyone's going to guess? You're usually pretty good at this, to be fair. There's not often that you're, like, wildly wrong. I have been recently. Wrong. It's not often that you're wildly wrong. Oh. Not with the guesses, yeah. anyway. Sometimes with your opinions. <laughs> Thanks, mate. <Richard. laughs> Just I don't agree with you, doesn't mean to say I'm wrong. Every everybody's got an arsehole as well as a, a fucking opinion, and mm. you're my arsehole, so it's fine. Aww, hey. thanks. Anyways, your predictions. Uh, I'm, see, this is a weird movie because when I first watched it, I was definitely bigger on it than I am now. Okay. So I remember what folk were saying when it came out as well. So I'm guessing probably about a 6.5 out of 10 ish. 6.5 out of 10. So, yeah, Sorry, I, to I totally wasn't looking at my phone there. <laughs> <laughs> um, a 6.5 would put it in 53rd place out of 86. This is the 86th movie that we've covered. Yeah, that sounds about right. Okay. Okay, well, we'll see at the end of the episode whether you're right or wrong. Um, yeah. Let us know though if you're floating about the chat. Let us know what you think about Eden Lake. Uh, feel free to uh, have your tuppence worth about anything that me and Nico decide to say over the course of this episode. Let us know your thoughts, scores, whatever, whatever it is. Um, please feel free to pop that into the chat. Provide me and Nico with some extra discussion points. Although I think we've got quite a lot to discuss about this movie. Um, you said there in your 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 that you're um, not as high potentially on this movie as you maybe once were. Yeah, because why, why? I, I, I'd only seen this once before. Okay. And I thought it was really good the first time I watched it. But then this next time I watched it, yeah, it's well acted by a few of them, but there's there's a lot more nitpicky bits in it now, 
if you know what I mean. Okay, well, well, fire away, nitpick. Go, go, nitpick. Like, for example, the bit where he goes into the guy's house, there's no need for any of that shit, really. What, just like the whole scene it's... in general? Yeah, it's just fucking shit. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that scene now, you know what I mean? Well, it's funny you bring up that scene, because yeah. that scene is definitely in my notes, and it's more because I think... I mean, we'll obviously get on to discussing the themes in that, but one of the big themes about this is the class divide, right? That's the big yeah. sort of theme of this movie is the class divide. And how yeah. uh, it's very... it's And one of the big criticisms I've seen uh, across uh, the web... The web... I sound really old there. The web. <laughs> um, the interweb? The internet. Um, one of the big criticisms I've seen is that this is quite... It obviously gives very poor portrayals of working class people, and this potentially is going to be coming from the the viewpoint of middle class people. Um, and as I am somebody who considers myself to be extremely working class, um, Nico, I'm, I'm very I'm sure you're the same. Um, and you know we can honestly say that this is not a true representation of all middle class people. So, but the thing is, I think the thing is as well, um, it's not even just a case that it's not a true representation of middle class people in every class of society you have people who are as abhorrent as the people in this movie yes and it, it, it goes like, like... you perfect example is right the main antagonist in it he is one of those guys if you're working class you know the cunt that tries to bully other folk and to do it shit and he is that guy oh yeah 100% we've he's, all met someone he's like that him type of guy exactly he's that type of guy that oh yeah, let's just steal sweeties at a shop when they're really young, yeah. you know what I mean? And and nine times out of ten, he'll steal a fucking chomp and everybody else will steal a handful of sweeties and he'll divvy it up himself, everyone's even, and he's done fuck all to get. He's he's a scummy bastard. Yeah, yeah, hard. That's exactly what he is. But you you get them in every class. It's yeah. just he happens to be working class this one. Yeah, 100%. You definitely get it in every class. What I will say is, though, but going back to that scene that you were talking about, about him walking into the house, that did kind of feel like middle class privilege. Like, he just walked into someone's fucking house. And I'm not being funny. Yeah. If someone, if I came home and there was just a strange fucking man in my house, I don't think I'd be best fucking pleased about it. Yeah. Regardless of whether the fucking door like... is open or not, you don't just walk into someone's house. Exactly. And, like, the, this movie, right, the whole catalyst of it all is the dog getting killed, which is where it really bumps up the escalation of everything. And I remember folks saying, oh, that would never happen. I'm like, I came folk that care more for their dog than they care for you. I don't even think you it's a case I mean? of... If you're... I don't even think it's a case of, you know, people just not believing that that catalyst would ever happen. I also, it's, again, it's that thing, like, we, we've we've all known those people who once something goes like a lot that bit too far like well you might as well just fucking go all the way you know yeah there's no like there's there's a, once a line is crossed there's like it's like there's no going back and we all know people like that yeah you all know that guy if there's a fucking fight that's happened you need to pull him out of it because he's gonna stay there until the coppers lift him if you don't yeah, and that's whether he's winning or losing the fight. Yeah. Now, throughout this movie, there's, I mean, there's multiple potential causes for the the kids' behavior in this movie. Now, 
during like the first act where you know before anything gets taken too far and they're just being generally wee shits right you know like the scene at the lakeside where you know they won't turn down their music they're being loud they're being you know brash and you know just generally a pain in the arse at that point yeah the and the young girl saying are you staring at my tits straight away try and make it about fucking sex to fucking put the guy off ease yeah um so the whole thing about it yeah and then obviously them making feel our main character uh jenny feel uncomfortable you know they're spying on her through the binoculars and gets his balls out yeah. when he goes past and it's all just generally fucking shitty behavior but at that point in the movie you know you literally could justify justify that by being like huh it's uh, just fucking kids you know kids being cunts basically kids that be- happens yeah all the time. we've all sat on a fucking bus like when there's fucking kids up the back being little fucking shits screaming playing music really loud. like we've all experienced now i'm not saying we've maybe necessarily experienced it to the level that's happened in this movie like but we've all sat there yeah. in a public environment and experienced kids being little shits and it's a cockle of kids and it gets worse and worse is that actually like, the definitive term for a group of kids <laughs> no a band of shits is what i would call it well, i, I, I kind of want to uh, <laughs> name for i need to look that up now a group of kids is oh, called a culling if you've it's got a, a car it's a no uh, <laughs> jesus christ nico's just mass killing kids a pack a herd or even a gaggle a gaggle. A gaggle. Okay. So you actually weren't that far off. <laughs> um, I g- but, yeah, but yeah, they're a little cunts. Um, but the, the the line, like you say, definitely gets crossed. You know, I mean, I'd say the line gets crossed before the dog gets killed. You know, as soon as this like the slashing of the tires happens, for me, that's the line that's yeah. been crossed because everything up until that point has oh. has just been words. You know, it's just been them like trading words and insults back and forth, and then they actually do something to see. Some... I could easily see the car thing happen. Oh, yeah. I could see it happen. But for me, that's the light. That's where it's like, right, this is now gone. Yeah, oh, yeah. This has now gone too far. Do you think... Yeah, I agree. It's... It went too far for the birth to tire, but it goes even further when they steal it. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, but, I mean it's also like people sit, sitting there and being like, oh, well, this is portraying working class people in a really bad light. You've got the middle class people here in Steve and Jenny, blah, 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 and all this. If you were in Steve and Jenny's shoes, though, what what would you do? Well, for a start, you would have been getting over and fucking turned in your radio and shit like that. Because to be honest, that's just kids being fucking kids. But this is the thing. They're looking for it? you to be a dick. They're looking for someone to be their fucking focus away yeah. from each other so but, playing that and doing that is playing right into their cards so i wouldn't do that for a fucking start i'd just be like just fucking ignore them they're dickheads yeah well that's the thing isn't it like you know i personally wouldn't have gone over and said anything as well not only that like yeah they're kids but they're not like young young kids these are kids like these are what, what were we saying, like 15, 16-year-olds? 
these are the kids that are trying their luck to get in town underage. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Like, and that's we're not the ta- we're worst not... ones out the lot. Yeah, we're not talking about the fucking ten-year-olds where there's a group of fucking ten-year-olds. You maybe could go up and just be like, here, stop being wee fucking shits. Turn your fucking music down or fuck off. These are like 15, 16-year-olds. So these are like young adults. And yeah. as, as obviously we see throughout the movie, these are young adults who, you know, will have somewhat of like a physical presence he's massively outnumbered as well there's like what seven eight of them and one of him yeah two two obviously because jenny you've got him and jenny but you know if that came to like a physical altercation they're getting their fucking arses kicked exactly so that's the thing about right they've all got blades and everything and this is around about a time when knife crime was very very high mm -hmm. so that's like, I've heard folks say, oh, you wouldn't see kids that age carrying blades. And I'm like, but then you fucking did. Yeah. I mean, you probably still do in certain, in certain parts of the country. Exactly. Your knife, knife crime in Britain has not gone away. It's still uh, it's still very much prevalent. So, you know, it's 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 probably something that's still applicable today. Um, but it's interesting that you yeah. say as well, you know, this is this that sort of time period where, you know, kids were going around with blades and that because... This movie has been cited as being one of the sort of example movies of quote-unquote broken Britain. And I'm sure you remember, you know, back in the, the late noughties when broken Britain was uh, a phrase... Thrown round in every circumstance. Yeah, it's, uh, politically, politically used by mostly the Conservatives, I believe, you know, to describe this sort yeah. of... And it was basically, it was an attack on the working class from the Tories, which is, (laughs) what a shock that is. Um, But it was basically around, you know, broken homes, children not being brought up properly, this idea of the class divide. Um, And this movie has been criticised heavily for potentially, like, perpetuating that sort of divide between working and middle class people by sitting there saying that, you know, this is how working class people are. Um, I'm not sure I necessarily necessarily agree with that. I think this is potentially more just, you know, this is this situation. I don't think this movie is making a comment that this is what all working class people is like. But I think what this is more of a comment on is saying when you get a community of people who potentially feel abandoned by their, their government or, you know, sort of, not supported or left, left, you know, struggling financially, potentially, although they all have, like, nice houses in the countryside here. So how, how working class are these people? Because, you know, like that, that, that's also the thing that I was kind of, like, sort of struggling with in this movie, because they have, like, really nice houses in the countryside. Yeah, they've got big houses. There's so, no way that working class has got that size of houses. And, you know obviously we don't we never really get explicitly told what some of their jobs are we know one of them works in the local cafe you know you get the guy who comes home in the van who's obviously some sort of some sort of builder like or a roofer or, or, a roofer or uh, you know something something to do with like construction but i would still necessarily say that these are particularly working class jobs like you know yourself, oh, yeah, you know yourself. Someone who is like, if you've got a tra- you no, know, you know yourself as a Sparky. If you've got a trade, like you, you have the potential to go out there and make really good money. Yeah, but it's not really the money part that makes you work in class or middle class. It's the upbringing and the crowds that you hang about with, really. Yeah, because 
for example, I grew up in Maastricht in Aberdeen. That was a very, very rough area when I grew up there. Well, I grew up, uh, well, I grew up in Torrey, so, you know, I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, I'm right so there with right there with me, yeah. So, like, the only two that were probably worse than that is, like, Tilly and Sunderland's, probably. Oh, I was born in Tilly. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm just, like, the commonest of the or common. <laughs> Have you got Logie as well? No, I don't. <laughs> oh, but no, you're, you're right. You're right. Definitely right. Um, quick hello. I... Yeah, so I'm, it's, I'm, I'm not like middle class. And yeah, I stay definitely in a middle class area now. Yeah, I don't. But would you see me <laughs> hanging out with half the book there? No danger. I still hung out with my mates that were working class. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, I am the rough in the area, I think. You're the rough in every area, Nico. <laughs> You're everyone's better off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, quick shout out I to to, to, uh, to Z in the chat who's just popped in. Thank you for joining us. I uh, hope you enjoy our review. Feel free to get your thoughts in in the chat. Um, it's interesting, you know. You you say like obviously it's more about the sort of people who you surround yourself with, the people who's in your social groups, the people you know, and the sort of behaviors. Because one thing we we do hear in this movie, especially in that sort of last scene, and especially in any sort of scene where the parents are involved, is this sort of we look after our own um, mantra, if you will. Like they all sort of go. You know, we don't need to get anyone else involved. This is our problem. We'll deal with it. We'll sort ourselves out. We'll sort our own kids out. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we don't need the cops type thing. And there's a lot of working class people that are like that because they don't trust police. But that's the thing. It's a trust thing, isn't it? And again, this goes back to this whole point that we're trying to make about, you know, this movie's making a comment on the class divide. But is this because they've been failed multiple times by police by the government by you know everything else by councils and things like that they're constantly been failed by the people who are supposed to be there to help and support them so again it just it just raises the question when it comes to movies like this look ultimately the kids are to blame right they they are the ones who did this well i say ultimately 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 brett is to blame right not not i wouldn't even yeah. put as much blame on the rest of the kids and we'll get into that you know when we maybe talk about some more specifics but you know there's a whole host of reasons i think why this sort of community act and behave the way they do and it is through that sort of distrust of police distrust of government sort of thing yeah. you know the, the the movie has a message i think that is much grander than what we're actually seeing on screen uh, it's like he's he's basically like a Marlon Monson type character, you know what I mean? Yeah. He's if you notice, he's the one that tends not to do stuff to folk. He's the one that orchestrates it. Well, yeah, literally. He's well, we can talk about that because he's getting off on that. You can talk about that because we've got the scene where they've got Steve tied up, and he's literally yeah. forcing them all to take turns in stabbing him and cutting him. And um, that is brutal, that bit. Like oh, the knife in the mouth, you know, you're like, the, that, fuck it The hell. knife in the mouth is probably the worst one, um, well, at least in that scene, because there's a few other scenes where you're like, oh, you fucker. Like, they're, 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 I'm not one to w- wince like, and cringe too much about what happens in horror movies, but there's a couple of scenes in this one where you it, you, you do sort of go, ooh. <laughs> and then and the knife yeah. in the mouth is definitely one of them. But during that scene, obviously, he's getting... Um, page 
to record everything that's happening. He's and this is where I say, you know, yeah. the, the the blame maybe doesn't quite lie with the rest of the kids quite as much because they're being blackmailed. It's peer pressure and they're being blackmailed. Yeah. He's he's basically the the ringmaster getting them to do all that shit to him. He's getting off on it. You can see that the way he's acting, the way it's really well acted the way he does it. Mm-hmm. Like he plays that psychopath bully cunt very very well yeah and he's using that we look after our own thing that they've learned from their parents in that group yeah to manipulate them yeah and that's like when she comes to when they're about to set her on fire that's when you notice he's they're like oh fuck what the smell and all that you know you're like fucking hell you know yeah but that's the thing there's multiple points in this movie where you can see the rest of the group trying to back out you know where they're they're casting doubts and they're raising their concerns and they're voicing the fact that this is this is wrong and and everything else but it's him that is the driving force behind it he's the one that's saying and it, it and it's interesting because this is what bullies and cowards do isn't it because they, they he's got the video and so when they try and back out later he turns around to them and goes well i didn't stab him you stabbed him look we've got it on video it was you that did exactly. it not me all right and so, that's the thing that fucks them up. Yeah. Um, and then you obviously brought in, like, learned behaviour. I find it really interesting that during that final scene, just as the movie's about to end, which, you know, we'll talk about the final scene itself because that's a fucking kick in the nods as well, isn't it? Um, yeah. Um, during that final scene, the, the fathers, y- you can see the exact same behaviours in all of them because, you know, yep. when you've got the ringleader, I can't remember the name of the fathers, but you've got the ringleader and the other ones are essentially saying, no, we need to get the police involved. They're going to come around. They're going to ask questions. And he's literally there being like, no, no, no. Like, we'll sort this out. We sort out our own. Yeah, uh, it's Brent's dad. I think it's John's his name. Yeah. That is, and uh, right. he's, he's the one that's like, we look after our, our own. Because you see him throughout the film as well. He's a fucking cunt. And you can see where his son gets it from. It's just a carbon copy of his dad, except he's the next level of psychopath. Is yeah. basically what it is. Well, this is, and but again, this is so where I, we say, like, this is where the sort of moral conundrum comes in because who's to blame? Is it the kids or the parents? How well, much? They always say is it how, nature or nurture with cuts. Well, that's it. Like, how much responsibility do the kids take for their behaviors in this movie? I would still say a yeah. good fucking chunk because. Yeah. But I d I don't know. I was I was brought up relatively well. Like I had I had nice parents, <laughs> you know. Uh, Anyways. Uh well, hello to Boomer put, in the chat. Oh, way, sorry. If you were out sorry, put this way, if you were out, right? You're out with your mates. A uh-huh. group fight happens. Now this is the closest thing you can probably relate it to. You do not rat out your mates for that. You do not trust the cops enough to say fucking anything to the cops. Even if they're on your fucking side, it's, try it, to fucking do the other cut. It's a, but it's also just like this unwritten rule, isn't it? And not even just in this kind of situation, in whole of society, is that you don't rat on your pals. Yeah. And that that's the thing, right? I can understand where they're all coming from, but at the same time, they've followed the wrong person in the group. Yeah. Is what's happened with them. So it, it's mainly Brett, but they do have... Like, you see each time they've got a chance of getting out. It's not till later on they, they all are fucking proper stuck and they're all screwed over, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cooper, 
Cooper is the one that's like she kills, mm-hmm. and he's like the scared one, the one that's always want to get out. And you see him just trying his hardest to get out. Yeah, and that's the but thing. Like, like, but that's ultimately they're obviously country kids as well, so they're obviously had a hard upbringing because catching a badger when they've got the badger in the cage that's not something that city kids could do you know what I mean I'm a city kid so you can tell these are country kids yeah exactly so these are country kids that have been brought up on different standards country kids are different to fucking city kids they're they're brought up better normally this is as if they've had an upbringing in like a place like you know Maastricht and Tilly and all those sort of places yeah They've grew up in a shitty area, but they've been moved out to the country. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is actually something that conservatives try to do with people. Shift, ship them they out were to the countryside. They taking council houses, and yeah, shipped them out to the countryside. Yeah. So it's like, that's what this seems like. And I find it funny that folk do say, oh, broken Britain and all that. And yeah, broken Britain, this made it worse. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, I agree. That's my um, Just to catch up on the chat a little bit. Hello to Boomer uh, for coming in. Welcome on in. Hope you're enjoying yourself. Boomer says, I, I think it's also obvious from the end that yes, these kids were brought up with violence. Um, and until you get away from that, it's hard to get away from that lifestyle. And that's it, isn't it? We can we see throughout this movie, you know, yeah. the abusive nature of this sort of group or, or this sort of society of parents that we have here. Um, and there's a scene at the beginning of the movie and. It's, I don't want to say you can you kind of laugh at it, but you do kind of laugh at it. I don't want to say you laugh you, at, you laugh at child abuse. You know what I'm about to say, don't you? Um, yeah. You, know, you, you that kid needs a. Yeah, that's exactly it. There's a moment where Steve turns around. He's complaining about the kids running around screaming, and he's in the middle of literally saying that kid needs a slap. But before he can get to the word slap the mother slaps the shit out of her daughter. And you can see them both turn around and be uh, like, holy fucking shit, like, why would you do that? You can't do that. But he's literally in the... And this is why I get... This is what I'm saying is... This is why I don't think this movie is necessarily the comment on the working class in the way that some people think it is. Because Steve, who is portrayed as a yeah. middle-class character, had the exact same thought as the working class mother did. Yeah. She just Except- was one you know actually slapped him acting on it yeah so but the thing is right this, this is this is a big thing right you're not allowed to hit your kids and all that shit i'm not being a dick here i was hit when i was a kid and it was only if i actually did the fucking stupid fucking shit like really bad bad yeah. shit i got hit i definitely it's, it's I, they like when you get a hit it's battered to kick the shit you, you know what i mean it's yeah a, i definitely fuck up? i definitely got a few like I definitely got a few claps around the log when I was a kid. I definitely got a few smacks, but again, like you say, it's only it was only yeah. ever when I was being a little fucking shit. Um, I I don't yeah. listen. I do I do I agree with smacking children? Absolutely not. I don't think kids should be smacked. Um, do I think any less of like my parents or the parents of that generation for on the occasion doing it? No, not really. Um, it's it's. It's a, it is it's a difficult one. Um, but I also do think you have... Like, I, I feel like people, you know, sometimes are a bit flippant about the whole, you know, that was the way things were at that time sort of fr- phrase, right? And there are certain situations where yeah. that does apply and you can turn around and be like, no, no, it doesn't matter what time it was. You know, that shit was always wrong. And, you know, when you're talking about, you know, inappropriate behaviour, you know, 
from like certain aspects then yeah you can absolutely throw that i think when it comes to this sort of instance though i think you can go with you know that was that was it was socially acceptable at the time you know it, it was it was how you parented at the time and you know i don't want to say like i don't want to be that person you know who thinks oh well we had it worse so that uh, the, the youth of today need to have it just as bad because that's not right i was smacked I was absolutely fine. Do I think that kids now should be smacked? No. So, you know. Um, however, the point being is that, again, like like I said, it doesn't matter your class. They both had the exact same thoughts. Just one chose to act yeah. on it and the other didn't. And therefore, it comes more down to your personal choice at that point rather than what your class is. Yeah. But see, here's the thing about, right, the hitting the kids thing. This is my two cents on this, and a lot of folks think I'm fucking mental for saying this, right? So, oh back then, there wasn't that much stuff you could do to control your kid, right? Because, well, we weren't attached to our phones 24-7. We actually went out and played, you know what I mean? Yeah. The only thing you could really do was ground somebody. But if you're going out to work all the time, and you're fucking putting a roof over fucking somebody's head, you can't have them grounded all the time, so you've got to come up with something else. That's how hitting came about then. Now, nowadays, kids, it's totally different. Fucking, you can't easy fucking take their phone off them. You can fucking take their bank card off them. They won't have fucking cash. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's heaps of things you can do to kids nowadays, like, to actually punish them other than hit them. Yeah. So I think it was a thing for its time when it comes to hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was... You know, does that make sense? Yeah, no, no. You you make you're making you're sort of perfect right. sense. Um, just to catch up again. So, sorry. No, I thought you no, said. no. Uh, just to catch up again with the chat, Anna in the chat. Going back to what we were saying earlier about ratting on your friend, she says snitches get stitches. So. Exactly, and who has not heard that? I know. So th- there you go, though. That means like that unwritten rule is worldwide. You know. That is a worldwide written yeah. rule. She comes from another part of the world, you know, and that's the rule, obviously, there as well. So, you know. Um, Boomer says, but still... And it, and it is... Sorry. It is us versus them a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, Boomer says, still fuck those kids. <laughs> fuck them. Um, he says, it's more of a comment... Oh, agreed. The, the kids are the bad ones in this, 100%. Yeah, we're we're more talking well, about what are the underlying co- we're talking about underlying causes here. You know, the the kids in this still um, make the choices that they make, and therefore are ultimately responsible for their actions. But what we're talking about here is the underlying causes. <clears throat> um, it's Boomer also says it's more of a commentary on the circle of violence. Just look at all the hazing incidents on American youth sports teams. You see that as well with like um you know. Uh, frats don't you like especially in that sort of american college culture you know and they they talk about like it's just like violence and hiding fucking rapists and it's just horrible um i also think it like hazing wasn't really a thing over here apart from in work like you didn't really get hazing at college you don't really get hazing at school and stuff like what they did in america Mm -hmm. but see back when i was first in work yeah like you only got hazed if you were one of the boys you know what I mean? Like, yeah. somebody came in, I'm not mentioning names, because I know he listens to this, <laughs> but uh, he's, he's, his mum came into the work 
to have a word with the gaffer because they hadn't done anything to him. Because they hadn't done anything. Exactly. Because (laughs) the thing is, right, like, so when I started with the hydro, there was things that they used to do. The most common one was they would get you in a boiler suit, they would put a steel conduit through your boiler suit and hang you on something with your arms spread out like that. So you're flat out like that, <laughs> hanging on something, right? It, it, don't get me wrong, you're probably that much off the floor, but it was a little scary at the time, you know? Everyone descended on you like a pack of dogs, and they did it. And it was a bit of fun. Now, they only did that if you were one of the boys. They only did that if they knew you could take it, you know what I mean? <laughs> so this little shit who refused to tidy up at work, he was an apprentice, he refused to tidy up. I'm not tied up after other people. They can clean their own mess. That's what he said. Fucking, he was that type of guy. When you're an apprentice, that's your job. <laughs> so he, he was just throwing shit in their faces. And they wouldn't they wouldn't do it to him. They actually wouldn't crucify him. They wouldn't do fuck all to him. There's other stuff, which I won't repeat because it's very illegal. But uh, <laughs> there was heaps of stuff that we used to do. And uh, he... He got none of it done to him, and his mum came in and actually had a word with the gaffer. And the gaffer's like, I can't believe I'm going to say this to you, but fit is the problem. He's a wank, was, was the first thing said. <laughs> and the thing is, he was in the room when they said it. For fuck's sake. <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, he, he understood where he, he stood. So the hazing thing was, genuinely, you only did it to guys that were one of the guys. Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's... Hazing things a bit weird, but I'd never experienced it until I was basically working. How did you get Plus, hazed? You Nico? look at everywhere else in the world. I got the crucifixion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I got that. Yeah. Oh dear. I I got the crucifixion quite early on, to be honest, and because they couldn't catch me because I was a little shit. I used to run because they couldn't catch me. They put it through the leg of a boiler suit and the arm of a boiler suit, so I was stuck up like that. <laughs> Like, oh dear! <laughs> basically, my knee and my elbow is almost touching like that. Like, yeah, I'm stuck. Yeah, that's not a good thing. <laughs> oh dear! Boomer says, "I always love these personal Nico stories. They're always going to be like, oh my." <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that. Right. So, I'm not saying when I was working at the time, but one of the initiations was that uh, they would tie your feet to the bottom of the van. When it was about that thick of snow, <laughs> and you know the field next to the, <laughs> like it, Torrey, you grew up there. You know the field out the back of the Torrey Battery where the big like lighthouses and the yeah, fog yeah, corners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that massive field, right? So that's packed with snow. They would put you in a thermal boiler suit, which is padded to fuck, drive you up and down there one time, so you are drenched in snow. You are freezing cold. And then chuck your back in the bar and give you a fresh bounce and go, I get changed in the Y back to work, you're fine. Now they always did that to folk the like. Could you imagine if you did that to somebody nowadays? They'd be like, The kidnapped the driver <laughs> behind the vehicle. I nearly died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Krista in the so, chat yeah. says not it, all fraternities not all fraternities really do that here, but when they go wrong or someone gets hurt, then it gets so much attention. And that's the thing, isn't it? Like, I think that's the thing with any of these sorts of things. It's when they go wrong, isn't it? And that's and that's how it can yeah. be portrayed. And it is, but it's very, it, but that is a very good reflection on, you know, this kind of movie as well, because 
there is a heavy criticism, I think, on working class people, and there can be an attack on working class people from, you know, the government and things and how you choose to parent. Because, you know, it's when you get a few bad eggs. And in this group, we've got the bad eggs who are, you know, yeah. abusive, who are drug users, which we will bring up as well, because that also gets shown in this movie, who are violent, who yeah. have been to prison. And this is the result of that. That's what gets the media attention, you know? The tens and hundreds of yeah. thousands of other families, other good working class families around the country who have decent jobs, who work fucking hard to put food on their kids' tables. You know, when I was little, there was times where my mum and dad didn't have meals so that I could have a meal, you know? But they worked yeah, their... Yeah, my mother did the same. Yeah, they worked their fucking arses off. My mum my, my, my and dad have worked every fucking day they can for, for all throughout all their years... And now they ha now they live out in like uh, out in the Shire and have like a nice house and you know what they've fucking worked and they've earned it you know but that doesn't get the media yeah. coverage does it it's the fucking it's the 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 kids who have asbos and it's the kids who you know have got tags and that's what gets your fucking media attention. But the thing about it is right the working class ones the asbos the kids that do all this shit they're the ones that don't have a decent lawyer that could have probably got them off. Yeah. And I'm not being a dick. I've met middle class folk that are like these people who you wouldn't trust with anything. Yeah. You wouldn't trust them with a dog, let alone a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those people get away with fucking stupid shit just because yeah. they got money behind them to get mm -hmm. themselves out of it. And that's why it, it. I find it funny when they go, "Oh, it's it. This stuff never happens in upper class. This stuff never happens in middle class." Mm -hmm. Of course it does. It's just it gets covered up by them. Yeah, absolutely. Like, an example, when I was a bouncer in town, there was three guys kicked the shit out of one guy. Poshest accents you've ever seen. And they did it. And the coppers, when they came there, they were given their statements, and they made out that this guy had basically half-killed the three of them. He had his mates there, but they managed to chase his mates away. Now, I'm sorry, but A, working-class mates don't fucking run. Yeah. And B... It was 100% them that fucking started it. And they were asking the guy for a fog when it started. And the coppers got the statements for us. And they still got off with it, even so fucking... We said it was them that started it, you know? Yeah. That's just the difference a decent solicitor will do. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it, it again, is one like, of those class things. Where uh, the and yeah, like, we, we, you've seen that discussed as well, like, throughout society, when especially when people are discussing things like prison populations and stuff like that, and they, they say, you know, it's so heavily skewed towards the worker class. And that's where your point comes active, doesn't it? Because it's absolutely right. You know, if your yeah. ability to afford, you know, a good solicitor, a good lawyer, you're far more likely to be able to get off with either a lighter sentence or get off altogether from whatever it is that you've decided to do. And therefore, that's why, you know, your prisons are full of working class people. You're, that's why there's, you know, race disparity in amongst that as well, you know. So it's definitely a, a point that's worth making, too. Um, Again, yeah. sorry. So that we've got... And you've got to remember the golden rule. The fuck is... Don't eat yellow like, snow. Every court in every... No, the, every court in every land is not there to find the truth, like they always say. They're there to go by what the most common likely truth is so it doesn't mean to say that the right person is getting done that is what every yeah. court in the land does yeah and that's disturbing yeah we're getting into conspiracy theories now nico <laughs> that's not conspiracy that's just true 
Um, anyways, catching up you with the... you got to remember, the, the solicitors, they are there to go, oh, this could have happened. You don't hear them say, this is exactly what happened, yeah. because you can never guarantee that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Anyways. So it's um, that whole thing. Catching up with the chat a bit, because there's some really good points being uh, made and thrown out there. Krista says, it, um, you know, on the point of, you know, uh you know it's the bad eggs that get the sort of headlines she's like exactly it's good good working class people but it doesn't just apply to that she also says you know good police officers good people in government even though that's maybe a bit rarer they don't get the good press you know they don't get talked about all the time it's the bad eggs isn't it it's the you know they're the ones who get all the coverage and that's when you get things like you know oh all cops are pigs all uh you know, working class people are stupid. All working class people are lazy, or what things like that. You know, um, that's when you know you get that sort of wide sweeping statements. And I can absolutely see why there's pushback on that those sorts of statements. And that doesn't just go for that as well. That goes for you know race issues. That goes for class issues. That goes for gender issues. You, know, I think, literally applies to every single societal issue that's absolutely out there. Um, Boomer also says, yeah. I agree. I don't think it's everyone, of course, but it definitely was prevalent where he grew up. For the first football away game, it was tradition for seniors to flog the freshmen in the back of the bus. It's not a sexual thing, by the way. And I did have my butt crack glued shut with glue spray you'd use to seal wraps. Fuck. Oh, kids, he says. <laughs> uh, that's mental. Like, there was a thing at my school, first year beatings, but fucking... That basically happened to kids that had older brothers. Yeah. And it would be their older brothers grabbed them in a room and they got their first year beatings. Yeah. See the kids that didn't have older brothers and sisters? Never happened to hardly any of them. Uh, my sister was ten years older so, than yeah, me, so even though she was, was at weird. a different even though she was at a different school, I could always use my older sister as like a threat because she was ten years older than us. So like I'd Fuck. be sitting there, it's like an eight year old in like P three and my sister's in fucking like sixth year and I'd just be like, I'll get my fucking sister on you bastards. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of fucking eight year olds, you know, being threatened with an eighteen year old. Uh, oh dear. Just your sister coming in like the Hulk. <laughs> she, she would as well. Um, okay, so moving on, because we've, we've been talking for ages about this, and we've still barely scratched the surface of this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Just the glass part we're going on about. There's, there's also a mentality in this movie as well that I think it's important to sort of talk about, and it's this whole sort of not-my-kids mentality. You know, these are words that explicitly get spoken, you know. And again, it goes to that thing about sort of people shirking personal responsibility for their actions. And I think in this instance, you know, these kids have clearly grown up without any proper structure or potential consequence for their actions. You know, they haven't had to take responsibility for their actions. I fully believe these kids have grown up taking fucking beatings and you know growing up around violence yeah. and drugs and etc etc so in there in a way there's um there's that sort of consequence to their actions but not in terms yeah. of like in official sense and i think that whole not my kids mentality as well you look at that and i think that's that's the i think that's the parents being in denial of their influence on how their kids are behaving I think it's opposite. I think she knows it. His, her kids has done it, and she's like, "Not my no, kids." No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Maybe I, maybe I said that wrong. Um, 
she's in deni- uh, she's in denial. So I I believe she th- she knows it's her kids, but she's in denial uh, about the role she's played. Oh, got your eye. No, I I got your eye. So I, yeah, that makes total sense. I thought you were meaning as in she's she denied. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I maybe I maybe misspoke there. Right. Um, but and the red the, and again, you know this is an issue that just transcends class as well because there's that there is that i love that your cat's just looking her arsehole on the camera it's not her arsehole it's her tail oh okay i can pawn down and show you no you're all right it's actually her tail i I just i just love seeing you know that little leg in the air in the head bob you know what nico actually actually look given the positioning of your camera and the way you're it looks kind of dodgy (laughs) <laughs> don't listen to it. uh quick hello You're to Zog- a quick hello to zoggle in the chat thank you so much for coming in welcome on in if you have anything to say about eden lake please let us know we're currently discussing discussing the movie um <laughs> but yeah right let's um you missed that let's I'm, I'm, I'm just uh i'm just ignoring you now um <laughs> let's let's talk about some of the specifics of the movie right because we've talked a lot about the themes and what this movie stands for but let's let's get into the actual movie as well we kind of briefly mentioned you know one of the scenes earlier um this movie's fucking brutal yeah like this this is up there in torture porn style is it it's like the, the torture stuff that's happening in this is like top notch to be honest i'm not gonna lie it is it makes you want to go oh god no nah fuck that like see for this go oh cut him and he does a little tiny cut i'm like oh this has got to be shit yeah and he's like no cut him deeper and he does it and you're like this has got to escalate very very quickly the thing is and then when it's stick in his mouth fuck well that's what i'm saying because you like that scene in particular it's so long and drawn out, isn't it? Like they really drag yeah. that scene out. Like you say, you get that moment where you get to, you see him get the small cut, and you're like, right, okay. And then it keeps going, and then they all take turns, and it it takes so long, and then it just fi- finishes off with that whole sticking the knife in his mouth, and it's just it's 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 it is difficult uh, to watch. Cut his tongue off, and he doesn't even go to cut his tongue off. He just sticks it in and rattles it. You're yeah. like, what the fuck? That's almost worse. Yeah, I'd say that's almost worse though. Like, but it... I I like it this because the two main folk that are being hunted normally play very strong characters. Yeah, both of them play very strong characters and stuff. Like they're probably most famous for playing strong characters, and in this, they're not strong at all. They they're they're constantly trying to run. Even when she like nuts up and stabs the kid, yeah, she fucking she's still like. It's lucky she got him. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's fucked up. Like, um, I think, I think uh, Boomer's maybe confusing our one of our main characters because he says Loki finally gets what he deserves in this film. Michael Fassbender didn't play Loki. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry, Boomer. That that's not Loki. I. That, that's Magneto, mate. <laughs> um, but what, you know, that, that's the new Magneto. Yeah, oh, that's, that's the right. Nazi hunter Magneto. Oh, he's like, oh, that, that's, that's right. the Nazi hunter um, Magneto. <laughs> but um, 
you know, it, it's not just that scene, though, is it? Like, um, there's also... Well, where do we start? We'll start with uh, the spike going through Jenny's foot. And her pulling... Yeah, this is another bit I've been told, right? Folks say that that could never happen. What, the spike? a spike going through her foot? Aye, because, like, she's... You know how she's following the power lines going to the city? Yeah. That, that bit of metal could easily have broke off of that. The the thing is, you used to get folk doing line checks, because I worked for the Hydro, so I know about this. So you used to get them walking along, looking for bits that were in broken bits of the cable. Yeah. So you'd basically get paid to walk along those lines where she was. Mm-hmm. And you always had to have your safety boots on, even though over here we clear it a lot better than what that one is. Yeah. And what that is, is bits of metal and bits of cramps and, and clips and everything that have broke off and, and snapped up and rusted, you know? Yeah. So you would see that all the time and folk are like, ah, if she was what long hair, they're in the middle of nowhere. How'd that bit of metal get there? From the fucking line, you idiot. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, if you no, can't I, work I, out I, or something I, wrong I, I don't I don't I don't get that train of thought that that couldn't happen. That absolutely could happen. Uh, and then it's just sort of brutal watching her like having to pull it out and it's a fucking chunky bit of metal. Like it would leave just a fucking And she does it the right way. Yeah. She does it the right way. So if you ever get a spike or anything in your body and it's went through, you're not meant to actually pull it back out. The no, way you're meant to pull it through. Yeah, because you pull it through, there's more chance that you won't get a fragment in there. Yeah. Cause Whilst you... if you get a fragment, that's what fucked you up. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, she does it the right way. So I'm like actually impressed when she does it the right way. You know what I mean? It's it's clicked for Boomer. He's gone. That was Tom Hiddleston. It's not the first or twentieth time my ignorance has been also displayed. He says he also thought that it follows and it chapter two was the same thing. You think it it follow what well, it follows was just like it follows after chapter one. <laughs> um, but yeah, the foot scene is not the only scene as well. Uh, well let's talk about burning the kid alive. Yeah. That is so fucked up, that bit. Well, the, just the thing the... is... Sorry. You talk about the Hazen thing, he's fucking got her caught trying to get into the gang, you know what I mean? And yeah. you can blatantly tell that these guys are racist as fuck. They don't give a shit about the kid. And then they're they're like, if you don't come back, we'll set him alight. I think they were going to do that anyway, because before he even shouts that, they're putting the tire over his head. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, it, it, it's, it's so it, fucked up. It's a f- you see it as well. You see the fucking body walking away with the fucking flames coming off of it. Yeah, I, I, I do, I do kind of like. Obviously, you see that, but it, it's kind of background blurry. You don't obviously get close up of that. Um, well, the thing for me is, and I'm, I'm hoping that was the actual kid who, who acted this. It's the screaming in that one. Yeah, like it's proper it's, fucking it's mental. It's proper rot. That is such a difficult scene to get through. Like, I don't like kids. Yeah. I fucking hate kids. I absolutely despise kids with a passion. But even I... You couldn't as... eat a whole one. <laughs> no, no. I usually get to the legs and then I'm like, oh, I'm stuffed. Um, but that scene, I was just... I, even for me, that scene was difficult. I think it makes it worse as well because the kids got learned difficulties. You know, it's, it's like you feel sorry for him more. Yeah. Even though he's the one that's got her fucking caught. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Well, that's it. But again, it goes back to that. And whole... the thing is, again, it forces him. Yeah. Again, Brett forces him to set them on fire. Yeah. 
it goes again it completely goes back to that whole sort of peer pressure argument that we were we were talking about earlier doesn't it um that's a like yeah. that's such a big big factor into this movie is that blackmail peer pressure that he's put on um so yeah yeah um that's uh for 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 me that that's probably the toughest one for me uh that uh. scene in this movie but then uh you got this whole sort of fa- let's talk about the ending shall we so the ending right that's the thing about the ending a lot of folk are like that would never happen they'd call the cops straight away you that can't fit they've said to the parents yeah because from this for the parents are screaming at her they're like you're a sick fuck you've killed the kids you're doing all this she they're only, screaming at she her. only killed Whatever two he... of them <laughs> exactly and the thing is fucking what's happened in that they've obviously said that she's some sort of like a child killer fucking or something along that lines yeah so they're like right we're definitely looking after our own because as i said working class those guys would say well, she's got enough to get out of this. Oh, she'll get his community service. And you'd hear folks say that all the time. Mm-hmm. You hear that, are you, you, especially about folk. But you hear that, like if you if you listen to any sort of any sort of public interest, like radio station where people call in, anything that's political, you hear people have these sorts of arguments all the time. All the time, you hear people yeah. like this, and it's not always just working class people as well. It's all varieties of people. You hear these points of view exactly. all the time. Like, right, perfect example. We'll use the most famous fucking pedo in history, Jimmy Savile. Right? Oh, good. Oh, she good. Got... Let's talk about pedos she... on this podcast. Thanks, Nick. <laughs> no, but I'm just saying, right, he got away with it for years and years and years. And how he got away with it was one thing and one thing only. He was making money for charities and his royal connections. Yeah. It's power and influence, isn't it? Exactly. Now, the higher up you are, the more chance you'll get away with shit. Yeah. But yet, the lower down you are, he'd have got fucking caught with the first fucking, with the first one that put a fucking report in against him. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It's not like he's a priest and he can get moved to fucking another place. Yeah. Well, it's also the thing as well, isn't it? Because there, hey, um, <laughs> good pedos, fucking. You know the Catholics. Let any other groups that you want to bring up. Let's talk about some Nazis while we're at it. You've mentioned them already I'm, as well. I'm not specifying. I'm not specifying Catholics. The Prodies did it too. It's just <laughs> priests in general are Catholic. Like pedo priests are a thing in most churches, and there's a reason for that. Oh dear. Oh. Hey, I've I've got nothing against Catholics or Protestants. I hope we're allowed to talk. I, I hope we're allowed to talk about this on Twitch. <laughs> <laughs> this stream's actually not been broadcasted for the last 20 minutes and i've just no notice <laughs> no no we're, we're still live we're still live we're good um okay so, so you, there's also so anyways moving on from that the, the, the final scene obviously for those who are unaware you know she finds she thinks she's found safety actually you know what going back to that as well you know she we, we're saying she only kills two kids right one of the kids she kills because it's it's self-defense isn't it like he sneaks up on her she believes yeah. that he's about to attack her i don't think he was i think he was potentially going to go help her uh um but she believes obviously he's sneaking up to attack her she turns around and stabs him in the neck yeah justifiable i would say but 
I'd say at that point, yeah, because all the kids have put a set her on fire for just been a lot. However, and that's the, one of the nicest things that's happened there. However, the second kid that she kills, the girl, Paige, she makes the conscious yeah. choice. She doesn't have to kill her. She yeah. She makes the conscious choice to put that fucking foot down and mow her down in the van. Yep, and I agree with that choice. But it's not that though, but she could have made the choice not to do it because at this point as well, she believes she's getting away. You know, when she kills the... I agree with that choice. No, 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 that's fine. But (laughs) but you get what I'm saying here. So like when she kills the first kid... I know. The kid who's been in... I can't remember his name, but the kid who's been in every fucking like skinhead English fucking, you know, drama series. (laughs) You know, just famous for being that skinhead English kid. In all fucking... He's Cooper in this, and I, th- and I think he's got, like, an English name as well, like Thomas or Tom or something like yeah. that. Begins with a T. Timothy. Tim- Only Timothy. T- Timothy. Timothy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Timothy! Timothy. Timothy's... <laughs> Tim's not that, co- that posh a name. Timothy, yeah. Anyways. Uh, no, um, but, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So, in that instance, she, she's, she's still in the thick of it, isn't it? So, she's not necessarily getting away. She's still, like... Um, it's Thomas. It's Thomas. Uh, she's, you know, but she's still like, Thomas. she's still trying oh, to escape. How posh is this? Wait, 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 wait. How posh is this? Thomas Turgus. Turgus. <laughs> Turgus. Turgus. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, she she's still in the thick of it at that point, you know, so she's not escaped. She's fighting for her life. Whereas the second kid that she kills, it's a conscious choice to kill her that she doesn't have to make. She believes she's escaped. And that's where, yeah. you know, that whole or you're a monster, could come into play. True, but, ah, fuck it. They, they've been trying to kill you the whole fucking movie. Turn it around them, that's what I agree um, with. And anyways, though, the, as the ending goes on... Um, and the thing is, Paige is a cunt, because when they're on fire, right, she's, Abdi else has turned around puking her guts up, dear Allah. Well, this, this is she's what... She's getting off of it as much as Brett. But this, well, this is what I want to talk about as well, because when, you know all the kids are being videoed, taking turns, stabbing him and doing all their things. It's Paige that's doing the videoing. So she's not actually in... And she never flinches. She's not actually in any of the videos. So she could get out, technically, at any point she wants. She doesn't have that... They don't have that same level of blackmail over her that they do over the rest of the gang. But she chooses to stay. Uh, up until and, the very end. And that's end. the thing about it. Yeah. So, when all that happens, like, that's the thing as well, like, I love the ending where it's in the, the motor and the brother's the one yeah. there. Because that makes total sense. They're the only cunts in the forest, so therefore the only cunt that's got to be looking for anyone is somebody related to them. Yeah. But when she crashes and gets out and it's that hill barbecue and, like, swimming pool and they're all all the parents are having fun because the kids are out you're like she might have made sanctuary here and then you realize very very quickly that it's their parents yeah which is fucked up which well that yeah then you get the ending where all the dads take her into the bathroom and we obviously don't see what happens we're obviously we can just assume they kill her um Oh yeah, guaranteed they're going to be killing her. But, they're going to be making a mess and making it last. But, uh, but that's, that's what I'm thing, saying. Like, the uh, dad but... that's got control of it 
he's fucking like he's like, well, just go take a shower, love. And you're like, oh fuck, this has got to be sick. And then it cuts. Yeah. And I'm glad it cut it there because you don't really want to see the the parents no. kill her. No, that that's that was a good choice to cut there. Yeah, I agree agree with you there. Um, it's fucking bleak. Because then your mind wanders, you know. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. You know, we're we're left to you know like yeah, we can assume that they kill her. But what we don't know is what happens in between them taking her into the bathroom and her actually dying. Yeah. You don't know how bad it actually gets. Yeah. And I think I think we I think we can leave it at that. I don't think we need to go into details about I think everyone can use their own imagination and come up with a variety of different things. Um But But that's the thing with that, it makes it whatever your worst nightmare is, that's happened to her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, Which I, I quite like that ending because of that. I any, think it's a smart ending. Yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll talk about because um, it's just creepy enough. Just creepy enough before the cut. Him going, "Come on, love, we'll take a shower." Yeah. It's just creepy enough. And then you've got that sort of final image of Brett just looking in the mirror with the the the, the aviators on, whilst you just hear the screaming yeah. in the background, and it's almost like this yeah. is completely normal for him. Yeah, and then he's deleting the videos to cover yeah. his arse as well. Yeah, so it's uh, yeah, it's 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 an incredibly bleak ending, but yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't think this film would have been as hard hitting had it been like a good ending. I think this film needed a bleak ending. Yeah. So, anyways, um, it needed it needed an ending like that. I think. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, very good. I've just got a couple, just like another couple of quick points before we move on. Uh, obviously, Nico, if you've got any other points as well, because we've spent a good chunk of time talking about this. <laughs> I was, I was about. Sometimes I get. There's sometimes. See, when we review movies, sometimes I sit there and I think, oh, like I'm not sure if we're gonna have like this might be a shorter episode than normal. And part of me thought that this might be a shorter episode than normal, but I think we're 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 running long. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Um. I mentioned it briefly earlier, but there is an element of drug abuse that's suggested in this movie. When you go back to uh, the kid Cooper, uh, who wants to back out, he keeps yeah, complaining. Yeah, sniffing that, the glue, is it not? Is it glue? It's either glue or like poppers or I don't fucking know. It's something. It's a little jar, isn't I it? I thought it was glue. So I would say it's probably yeah. glue. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm. We, could be poppers. Could be poppers. Um, but I, we are we we would assume that. You know that behavior learned from the parents as well. Yeah. Saying that, I know kids that their parents didn't touch fuck all, but because they were peer pressured into it, they've taken. Yeah, yeah, I, I definitely know. So pe- it, I, it could be that too. I, I definitely know people like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, no, but like they're they're you. you my mother's teetotal and I drink alcohol, you know? Yeah, 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 same. That's all I've ever done. Yeah, same. Same, Nico. Yeah. That's, I, I'm, and and yeah. maybe just like once a year at Christmas. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I, like, you worked with me. I was always sober when I was working. <laughs> We've been on many nights out together, Nico. <laughs> we like a baby. No, but when, when I was working... Was I ever drinking? <laughs> what? <laughs> so you asked me a question. When I was working, when I was DJing, 
Uh-huh. Yeah, when I was working, was I was I ever drinking at the time? Every single second. <laughs> <laughs> literally sit there. Are you are you are you driving? Cheers. You literally be there changing songs with one hand and your fucking pint in the other. <laughs> in fairness, now that I do now that I do a pub quiz and now I do my little bit of DJing, I'm exactly the same. I have a cider in one hand. <laughs> and the microphone in the other. Um, Boomer says, quickly, delete the videos. It's fine, we don't publish our videos. Our videos go unpublished. <laughs> Anyways. Like um, one, one last thing I want to say. I, one thing I kind of like about this movie as well is that the kills are sort of spread out amongst people. Like It's not just yeah. one particular person that kills people. So you've got... Uh, Steve, who he gets a kill, he kills the dog. Yeah. Um. So he get he gets the dog. Which I'm not being a dick. It is understandable the dog getting stabbed because fucking it's biting his leg. But he also didn't mean it. Exactly. It's also not he was his stab with the kid. It's also not his knife. They brought the knife to the fight. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um. You've got Steve's actual death. Don't take a knife to a dog fight. <laughs> Uh, you've got Steve's death, which is performed by the entire group. Uh, you've got yeah. Ad- Adam, who gets burned alive by them. Uh, Jenny kills Cooper and Paige. Brett kills one of the gang, one of the members who tries to back out. He like beats them to death. Yeah. So all of these deaths, though, you just know because this goes ties into the final scene where they're calling her a monster as well. They will have blamed her for every single one of those deaths. Her on him, I guarantee it. Yeah, and that's why the parents think that she's such a monster yeah and the worst thing is she says i'm sorry to the mother and you're like that's just confirmed that you're gonna die because as soon as you say that you're admitting you're a monster and all these cunts are gonna band together and get you because that's all they need to latch on to and say well it wasn't our kids it was all you yeah yeah anyways which is brutal yeah nico do you have any other points about eden lake that you want to bring up uh, nah, I think we've covered basically everything. We've covered a lot, so yeah, I think um, obviously if you have any other points that you would like to talk quickly about in the chat, feel free and we'll try and tie them in later in the episode. But I think for us we will move on now because, like I say, time is starting to get on. Uh, and we'll talk uh, about a little bit of trivia. I'm sure if we bashed your head in, all sorts of secrets would come tumbling out. Well, I do have one piece of trivia. They were talking about doing a second one of these. Okay. And it was going to be girls instead of the guys doing it. So it would have been a group of girls doing the same thing. Okay. And I'm like, that would have been fucking brutal. That would have been interesting, at least, anyway. Yeah. So could you imagine, instead of all these boys doing it, it was girls that were pre-teens doing this to a couple. It would be fucking hell. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Boomer also says you don't say sorry, you say that shit got what it was coming, what got what was coming to them. <laughs> uh, there's not, uh, you know what? Actually, I was kind of surprised that I could, I could barely find any fucking trivia on this movie. 
Like, this is going to be a really fucking short trivia section. Um, this is not even according to IMDb because I had to fucking hunt. I tried to hunt high and low for the finances on this. And I managed to get the, bu the, the what it grossed, but I couldn't get the budget. So please take this budget with a pinch of salt because it's from Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus! So it was made for a fiver. According to Wikipedia, this movie had a budget of two million dollars. Um, I don't believe that. And according to IMDb, this movie grossed three point nine million dollars. Uh, Did this movie get like a, a, a? I don't remember this movie really when it came out. I don't think it got a wide a wide cinema release. Did it? I never saw it in a cinema. But I remember folk were talking about it, and I saw it on DVD. It was one of them DVDs that folk were sharing with each other. Not that it was a pirate, obviously. So I must emphasize it was not a pirate, honest. Uh, <laughs> so it was one of those ones where it used to get passed around, and everyone watched it, basically. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, I think um, it's... it's uh, yeah, and that's probably why you didn't you know, get a sequel. It made no fucking money. <laughs> well, no, there was talk of doing a sequel, but I think it just fell through. I think yeah. they couldn't get the same director or the same writer. I can't remember which way around it was. Yeah. Anyways, uh, the only other couple of pieces of trivia I have, one of them, they're not even really bits of trivia. Um, this was nominated and won several uh, awards along the sort of film circuit. Uh, Kelly Riley won several Best Actress awards, including the 2008 Fright Meter Award. It was nominated in 2009 Scream Awards for Best Foreign Movie. It's always really weird to me that you British films get are classed as foreign movies. Well, we, we are foreign to everyone else that's not from Britain, you know. No, I know, but like it, it just feels it just <laughs> it, it feels weird to me, right? <laughs> it's um, like it's like see see if a French film in the Cannes Film Festival. It's not a foreign film. <laughs> oh. Just saying. Um, yeah, so Best Supporting Actor, Jack O'Connell also won for Best Supporting Actor who played Brett. You mentioned that earlier about, you know, so there's some really great performances in here and I think I think his performance is probably the big standout for me. That's what he, he uh, gave a really good fun like. Um, the only other piece of trivia that I have on multiple occasions, they refer to Bonnie the dog as a girl, but in several shots you can very clearly see that Bonnie is a boy. <laughs> yeah, that was the way to say. But she is not a girl dog; she is a wee boy dog. Anyways, well, she maybe identifies as a girl dog. You never know. You never know. You never know. Um, do you have any other bits of trivia? Because that's literally all I have. Uh, the only other bit I had was you can definitely see the bollocks. Yeah, was what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, right, let's move on to our final segment then. And we'll talk about the ratings and the reviews. A census taker once tried to test me. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. Excuse uh, me. Are, am I boring you, Nico? No, right, see if both cats are here, fucking, I, I, it puts me to sleep. That's all I'm saying, but they both purr. Oh, okay. When they're putting on you, okay. Yeah. Uh, according to this one here, as as always, as always, we'll start off with the critics' scores. IMDb gave this movie a six point seven out of ten. Metacritic gave it a six point five. Nico, what do you think the Rotten Tomatoes critics and the Rotten Tomatoes audience scored this movie? What do you think it was, Shira? Come on, tell me. Can you hear our purr? 
No. Ah, uh, well, that sucks. <laughs> uh, critics were quite high in it, so I'll say about 69. Hey. Uh, just because I can. And uh, I'll say audience about 58. Okay. Um, I mean, you're not a million miles away, but you've underestimated both. Um, the critics were high on this. The critics scored this 80%. Jesus, I didn't um, think it was that high. And the audience scored it sixty six percent. So you were right, but just like a notch ten away, a notch below, board. a notch below. Yeah. Uh, Critics consensus: a brutal and effective British hoodie horror that, despite the cliches, stays on the right side of scary. One thing I also forgot to mention when you're talking about uh, disgusting scenes. Sorry, very quickly. The scene where she's in the fucking bin. <laughs> I love that they open and go. Yeah. She's in the fucker, you know what I, I mean? Know. I know. Boomer in the chat also says, you know it's a good episode when a third of the trivia involves dog genitals. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's the dog's bollocks. It's, hey, hey. See what you did there. Anyways, as always, we throw it out to you guys, our followers and listeners, asking for your scores and opinions on the movies that we review. And so, Boomer... Uh, from Podcast in the Woods, I'm assuming this was Boomer. It might have been Gabby, because it's just from the Podcast in the Woods account. Gives it a 7 out of 10. It's definitely a brutal and well-acted film that has a fitting downer ending. However, it also has kids, and worse, kids who are arseholes. <laughs> I know, objectively, that's not something to ding a movie for, but I can't help it. Yes, you're supposed to hate them, but having to spend so much time with the little shits brings the whole experience down a bit. <laughs> uh lrj allen uh a f- friend of the show has been on one of our uh, bucket list horror episodes gives it a nine out of ten it's terrific grueling and i never want to see it again the retro reject gives it a seven racks up the tension good and all the characters are fairly realistic third act is great but it's not the type of movie i'd watch multiple times for shits and giggles uh bell morrigan gives it a uh, says hmm on my letterbox i'd rated it three out of five so i'd give it a six out of ten as well-filmed and paced as it is, it cannot be divorced from its inherent classism, which to me sullies the bleakness of the intended messaging. Uh, and finally, Once Upon a Nightmare podcast says, loved it, an eight, but also living in the UK, I wish I'd never seen it, it's brutal. I think there definitely is that aspect, because I've now watched this a few times, because I've reviewed this for other podcasts as well. And this is this is a film that I think, I think I'm done with this film now. I think I've watched this film three yeah. times now. And I think I'm now at the point where I, I never really want to watch this film again. Not because it's a bad film. I just, I have no need. I have no wish to see it. Uh, it's it's one of those, as I said, the first time I watched it was great. And then that was it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I watched it again. And the only thing I laughed at that I didn't remember was the two folks shagging in the toilet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah, I like forgot about that. For the toilet. <laughs> but all, that's the thing, right? We've all been there, Nico. Yeah, we have. So, like, that's the only <laughs> bit that made me laugh was fucking how nicey nice the parents, well, the the mothers were. Yeah. And then it it cuts to basically one of the guys isn't giving a fuck about the day that's been hunted the whole night. He's getting fired into his missus or somebody else's missus. You don't know. In the bathroom, you know what I mean? <laughs> Did make me chuckle. Yeah, definitely. Um. Anyways. Uh, the listeners combined score gives the Eden Lake an average of 6.7 out of 10. Uh, and so, therefore, Nico, that just leaves me and you on a scale of 0 to 10. What will you rate e- 
Yeah. What would you rate Eden Lake? Uh, I'll give it a seven point five. It's it's well acted. I like seeing the two main folk that are being chased, who normally play strong characters, actually playing somebody that's being hunted for a change. You know, yeah. I like doll. The definitely the one that plays Brett is the best actor in it. Everything in it is good, uh, apart from as you said, the rewatch value is zero. Yeah. Well, Nico. Like, <clears throat> This is one. This is this is one of those rare occurrences. You're about to change your score now. No, I am also <laughs> going to give this a seven point five out of ten. Same reasons. Se- exactly the same reasons. I think this is a great film. I think it's got everything you want from like a a good a a good sort of spooky thriller drama horror film. Um, it's got some real gruesome moments. Um, it's got some real like hard hitting moments. It's got a, a, a proper bleak ending. Um, it's well acted. However, like you say, the rewatch value of this is absolutely zero. You watch this once and it's done. Um, yeah. I don't have huge negatives. That's a pretty big one for me. Um, but yeah. all of that combined just means I would never ever put this in that like top tier of horror movies. Um, yeah. but it's still a great one that if people want to watch it I would certainly recommend that they go watch it but just with the caveat that they're only going to want to watch it once so yeah, yeah. 7.5 out of 10 for me um, exactly same as for you said Krista says I've never seen the movie but I rate, <laughs> I rate the episode a 10 out of 10 well thank you Krista we, we, I mean me and Nico we rate all of our episodes 10 out of 10 you know we are we're just too mm. we, Nico we're uh, excuse me <laughs> there, there, there's a couple of times where I went mm, that's an eight. Is this is the, are these the ones that you've not been on? <laughs> well, they they go down a seven, but I was a seven. I'm just being about being both on. I'll tell I'll tell uh, I'll tell Anna that. I'll t- Boomer Boomer's been on episodes where you've not been on. Boomer, are you gonna stand it, sit there and take this slander in the chat? Stand there, sit there, take that. Yes, he will. <laughs> Anyways, uh, anyways, all of our scores. Uh, Anna's Anna's in the chat just saying I I just heard that. So Anna, are you gonna sit there and take that? Um, you're lucky. Candy's not in the Candy's not in the the audience as well. <laughs> Boomer says he changed his mind. Lost Boys is a two. <laughs> How dare you? Get out! Get out! Just go. <laughs> anyways. All of our scores, combined with the critics' scores and the listeners' scores, gives Eden Lake an average score of 7.1 out of 10. It means it is in 38th place of the now 86 movies that we have covered on the podcast. It is one place above The Conjuring and one place below Child's Play. I'd rather watch Child's Play than that. Well, that's... Oh, hold on. Which Child's Play? (laughs) <laughs> That's cute that you think that the Child's Play remake is in thirty seventh place. <laughs> Thank God it's not at all. I'm saying it's uh, it's in seventy fifth. Good, and it should be lower. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'd rather watch Child's Play. But then again, I would rather watch this over. What was the other one you said? The Conjuring. Yeah. So yeah. It's interesting though, because it, it it's it's definitely it's amongst a good sort of group of movies. There, you've got Arachnophobia a couple of places above it, uh, American Werewolf in London above it, you know, 
uh, Stud of Echoes, who, which we reviewed just a few weeks ago, is just a couple of places below it. So, you know, it's in a good group there, I think. Yeah, that's good. Anyways, uh, that yeah, that with that, that is going to do it for this week's show. As I said at the beginning, we'll quickly go over what we've got coming up. Um, so, up next on the show, Nico, it's your choice of movie, I think? Is it? Is it? I don't know. It was, or this was your choice, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, is it my choice? I can't fucking remember if I picked it or not. Should oh, be it, your it is my choice. And uh, we're talking, we're going for, shockingly, in all my years of podcasting, uh, a movie that I've never reviewed. And it's probably, this could be... This could be, you know, we we talked, we said this when we reviewed the thing not long ago, but I think this could be a movie that has the potential to to really upset that top of the leaderboard because the way people things people are going to say about it. We're reviewing Jaws next week. See, I think it'll just be outside. You think it's going to be just? But Jaws is so loved. Yeah, I'm one of the folk that loves it. So loved. So um, I think, let us know what you think about Jaws. Give us your scores for Jaws. Um, In the next couple of days, our threads will be going up across our social media platforms, asking for your scores and opinions on that movie as well. So don't forget that's on X at Damned Podcast. We're on Facebook and Instagram. It's Pod of the Damned. Email us at podofthedamned at gmail.com or subscribe to us on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash pod of the damned. Nico, I got both of those right, right spot on this week. <clears throat> it's because I wasn't putting you off during either one for a change. Uh, it does, uh, it's fun. I, I, I wasn't doing shit like this. Like, ah. <laughs> um, so yeah, Jaws is next week. Um, I'm really looking forward to that. Like I say, I, I'm, I'm, I can't believe it's one of those ones that I've just ne- never reviewed. And then we go into spooky season with our three Halloween-themed movie choices. Our listeners, after uh, casting their votes, have chosen for us to review Terrifier 2. Um, which I'm happy about, although it's it's not actually been that long since we reviewed the first Terrifier. Um, yeah. But Terrifier 2, so that'll be coming up in a few weeks' time. Terrifier 3 is coming out next year anyway as well, so it's good to, good to get it uh, out of the way. Uh, then we've got my choice for Halloween, which will be Halloween 4, The Return of Michael Myers. Nico, I'm sure you've got nothing but nice things to say about that movie. Um and then we've got Nico, who hasn't actually fucking picked his yet. So get a fucking shift on, Nico, so I can start advertising our Halloween movies. See, I'd, well, last time I fucked up by actually picking one that I hadn't seen yet. Both of us hadn't seen yet. Aye, and you p- it was a fucking shitter. I know, so I don't know whether to do that again or not. Well, what, what have you got? What have you got, like, going through your brain? Well, okay, right. I think so, we can both just say that my Halloween pick last year far surpassed your Halloween pick. Well, yeah, obviously, but that's because we'd never seen it. We didn't know if it was going to be good or bad. I, oh, I, no, 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 I'd never seen it, and I knew it wasn't going to be good. I, I thought it might have been all right. And you were wrong. Well, yeah. <laughs> and that's why I'm picking an Ernest movie next. No, uh... <laughs> <laughs> Funny. No, I was actually thinking of uh, like maybe doing Hocus Pocus two or something like that. Well, you know, you know what? Actually, that, that one. actually that came across. Have you seen it yet? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah, I'm very drunk. So I don't remember it. I've seen it as well, but that was what that was. That was the one I was like, I was either going to pick Halloween four or Hocus Pocus two. Right, because I was I was going to pick that or I was going to see something else, yeah. like. 
I was maybe going to do a bad one. Like, uh, what's it called? The Disney one with Eddie Murphy. Haunted, Haunted Mansion? Yeah, I was maybe going to do that because that was a fucking awful movie. Well, it's your pick, Nico, so choose whatever the fuck you want. I'll, I'll give you my choice next week, but okay. it, it'll probably be one of those. Put it that okay. Way. okay. Right. Yes, let's... Um... We all, uh, Anna says, didn't you do Hocus Pocus 2 last year? No, we did Hocus Pocus last year. Yes, We've never done we Hocus Pocus 2. One. I don't even think I've done a... Did I do a mini... I think I maybe did a mini-sode on Hocus Pocus 2. I think that's Because I think it came out last year, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it only came out last year, and I, I did a yeah. mini-sode on it, but I think uh, I think that was it. Me and you never did, like, a full episode for it. I'm just having a look through my leaderboards to see... Yeah, there, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did a mini-sode on it when it was released, but we've never actually done a full review on it. Yeah, I'll probably end up picking that to be honest. I'm not yeah. gonna lie. Okay. Or the Eddie Murphy one, but okay. I'll I'll decide next week. Here you go. That's your poll. What do you think Nico should pick? Well, that, that but, no, uh, well, no, because it's your choice. Like the poll was for the listener. Do you understand how this fucking no, but, works, Nico? Hey, they they might pick Hocus Pocus. I might still pick Haunted House. You can't. I think you fuck about the poll. But <laughs> nice Nico doesn't give a fuck about what any of you think. Uh, Boom, one, Boomer's one, just like Hocus, Hocus Pocus 2 the lost episode <laughs> I bet there's people out there that wish it was a lost movie but anyways oh. uh, right let's get fucking out of here because I need to go to work in 10 minutes <laughs> um, guys thank you so much to everyone for hanging about in the chat if you're currently in the chat room and you haven't already done so please consider hitting that follow and subscribe buttons um, it goes a long way to supporting the show and help us make improvements to um, our show and the things that we do and the things that we can bring for you outside of the actual episodes as well. Don't forget, um, I stream... <laughs> Sorry. Like, you know your background you've got with the computer? Uh-huh. Every so often when you turn your head, it looks like you got a ponytail. It was just when you, like, leaned down and turned your head the other way. No, no, lean down the other way. Yeah, like that. And it, like it looked like you had a ponytail behind you. It made me chuckle. Okay. Because <laughs> um, it's just the thought of you were here. Uh, uh, There's that again! It just came up again! <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Uh, yeah, please consider hitting that follow button. Uh, subscribe. Don't forget, we don't just do live episode and movie reviews here. We also play video games uh, as well. Um, I've been, con- over the past couple of weeks, been playing through Liza P., um, we're still going to be playing that over the next couple of weeks, but we're also going to be bringing you things like House of Ashes and a couple of other horror games as well. So tune in for those. Stick to us on our social medias that I said earlier as well. Um, and yeah, like support us doing all that. Don't forget our horror rewards are going to be running for the next month and a half. So thank you to everyone. Thank you to everyone for in the chat. Anna, Boomer, Krista, um, for everyone who else who's been kicking about in the chat. Zoggle, who was around earlier as well. Uh, Z, thank you to everyone for tuning in. And interacting with us today we appreciate all of you nico as always thank you so much for joining me thank you for having me on and uh on the gaming thing you got me playing the texas chainsaw massacre i've just started playing that it's quite good oh nice well so, uh, hit, hit me up and we can maybe get some games together because i've been playing a bit of that a good bit of that as well i've not been playing it that much because i've got hard night of time but yeah i'll definitely up for that like. yeah no well uh, if you if you ever are playing send me a message and uh yeah we can we can see if we can get some games together because i know like krista yeah she's just messaging the chat's been playing a lot of it as well um and some others too so we can definitely get some games together hopefully from that as well uh anyways come back to killing season <laughs> anyways yes um <clears throat> 
So next week, like I say, we're going to be reviewing Jaws, but hopefully I'll be getting another couple of streams in there between now and then as well and follow all the threads on social media. But thank you to everyone. Thank you again to Nico. And until next week on the Pod of the Damned, just remember, you're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't.